Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. The Petya Plague Exposes the Threat of Evil Software Updates by Andy Greenberg On the list of computer security advice standbys, Update Your Software ranks just below Don't Use the Password Password. But as the cybersecurity research community gets to the bottom of the malware outbreak that exploded out of Ukraine to paralyze thousands of networks around the world last week, shutting down banks, companies, transportation and electric utilities, it's become clear that software updates themselves were the carrier of that pathogen. Cybersecurity analysts warn that it's not the only recent incident when hackers have hijacked software's own immune system to deliver their infections, and it won't be the last. Over the past week, security researchers at ESET and Cisco's Talos division have both published detailed analyses of how hackers penetrated the network of the small Ukrainian software firm Medoc, which sells a piece of accounting software that's used by roughly 80% of Ukrainian businesses. By injecting a tweaked version of a file into updates of the software, they were able to start spreading backdoored versions of Medoc software as early as April of this year that were then used in late June to inject the ransomware known as Petya, or not Petya, or Netya, that spread through victims' networks from that initial Medoc entry point. This disrupted networks from pharma giant Merck to shipping firm Maersk to Ukrainian electric utilities like Kievenijo and Ukrainijo. But just as disturbing as that digital plague is the continuing threat it represents, that innocent software updates could be used to silently spread malware. Now I'm wondering if there are similar software companies that have been compromised that could be the source of similar attacks, says Matt Swish, the founder of Dubai-based Komai Technologies, who has been analysing the Petya strain since it first appeared. The answer is, very likely. In fact, Kaspersky Labs tells Wired that it's seen at least two other examples in the last year of malware delivered via software updates to carry out sophisticated infections. In one case, says Kaspersky Research Director Kostin Reu, 
perpetrators used updates for a popular piece of software to breach a collection of financial institutions. In another, hackers corrupted the update mechanism for a form of ATM software sold by an American company to hack cash machines. Kaspersky pins both of those attacks on a criminal organization known as Cobalt Goblin, an offshoot of the so-called Karbanak hacker group, but wouldn't share any more information as its investigations are still continuing. My opinion is we'll see more attacks of this kind, Rayu says. It's often much easier to infect the supply chain. In the Petya case, security firm ESET also notes that the hackers didn't just stumble on Medoc software as a means to infect a large number of Ukrainian computers. They first breached another unnamed software firm and used its VPN connections to other companies to plant ransomware on a handful of targets. Only later did the hackers move on to Medoc as a malware delivery tool. They were looking for a good company to do this, says the firm's researcher, Anton Cherpanov. One reason hackers are turning to software updates as an inroad into vulnerable computers may be the growing use of whitelisting as a security measure, says Matthew Green, a security-focused computer science professor at Johns Hopkins University. Whitelisting strictly limits what can be installed on a computer to only approved programs, forcing resourceful hackers to hijack those whitelisted programs rather than install their own. As weak points get closed up on the company side, they'll go after suppliers, says Green. We don't have many defenses against this. When you download an application, you trust it. A basic security precaution that every modern developer should use to prevent their software updates from being corrupted is co-designing, Green points out. That safeguard requires any new code added to an application to be signed with an unforgeable cryptographic key. Medoc didn't implement co-designing, which would have allowed any hacker that can intercept software updates to act as a man-in-the-middle and alter them to include a backdoor. But even if the company had carefully signed its code, Green points out, it likely wouldn't have protected the victims in the Medoc case. According to both the analyses of Cisco Talos and ESET researchers, the hackers were deep enough in Medoc's network work that they likely could have stolen the cryptographic key and signed the malicious update themselves, or even added their backdoor directly into the source code before it would be compiled into an executable program, signed and distributed. You'd be compiling straight from fresh ingredients into this malicious thing, Green says. The poison is already in there. None of this, it's important to point out, should dissuade people from updating and patching their software or using software that updates automatically, as companies like Google and Microsoft increasingly do with their products. One of the biggest threats of hijacking updates to deliver malware may in fact be that overreaction. As former ACLU technologist Chris Sagoyan has analogized, exploiting that patching mechanism for delivering malware is akin to the CIA's reported use of a fake vaccination program to locate Osama bin Laden. Sagoyan was referring specifically to an early instance of a malicious software update when malware known as Flame, widely believed to have been developed by the NSA, was delivered by compromising Microsoft's co-designing mechanism. If we give consumers any reason to not trust the security update process, they will get infected, he said. 
in a speech at the Personal Democracy Forum five years ago. Co-designing, no doubt, makes compromising software updates far more difficult, requiring much deeper access to a target company for hackers to corrupt its code. That means co-designed software that's downloaded or updated from Google's Play Store or the Apple App Store is, for instance, far safer and thus significantly harder to compromise than a piece of software like Medoc, distributed by a family-run Ukrainian company without co-designing. But even the App Store's security isn't perfect. Hackers two years ago distributed infected developer software that inserted malicious code into hundreds of iPhone apps in the App Store that were likely installed on millions of devices, despite Apple's strict co-designing implementation. And all of that means that on highly sensitive networks like the sort of critical infrastructure disabled by Petya, even trusted applications shouldn't be fully trusted. Systems administrators need to segment and compartmentalize their networks, restrict the privileges of even whitelisted software, and keep careful backups in the case of any ransomware outbreak. Otherwise, says Kaspersky's Ryu, it's only a matter of time until another software update debacle strikes. If you identify software in critical infrastructure and you can compromise its updates, Ryu says, the things you can do are limitless. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.